0: Parental advisory. Great. Mistakes. Today I'm trying to figure out what to do. I made some bread yesterday. Didn't turn out like I wanted. So I was going to do that. I still need to exercise. I was hungry for lunch. God. Back from church, doing some, doing a project up there. None of that other stuff sounded fun. So I'm doing this. This sounded fun. The beauty of having the day off. This episode probably won't hit the mark for those of you who have not had the pleasure of being bored to tears day after day after day after day after day after day, basically without a break, no weekend, your day off, still doing that one thing. You get a day off except for this, but I'm going to try to convey a little bit of what life was like. For us, when we were standing watch, sure, it's similar before and after to those who have gone before and those who will follow. I don't know, it seems like a. I don't know. The 300 movie. Da, 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 da. Standing watch. couple facts to get right out of the way. You're not allowed to do anything. That includes leave. You must stay. You may not go to the bathroom. You may not read a book. You may not eat a snack. You may not go to sleep. Some of them you may not sit down. Any action you take that might be enjoyable, what would you do on a Saturday afternoon? I'd sit down and watch a movie, eat some popcorn. Yeah, you can't do any of that stuff. Ever. Five hours a day that you, every single day, that you have to say, oh my gosh, I got watch in an hour. Maybe I shouldn't drink this cup of coffee because I am not going to be able to pee. I'll be able to pee in like 45 minutes and then I'll go to watch. Then I'll have to hold it for five hours. I've I've spent a lot of time looking at the clock, counting down to the moment when I'll get to get up and go to the bathroom. Oh, God. Okay. Try not to call anybody. Try not to call anybody. I got an hour left. If it doesn't get worse, I'm good to go. Okay, got a little weird. Okay, but I can manage yet another situation of the frog in the water. I've thought... Two hours into a five-hour watch. All right, I'm going to... You know, sometimes you break the seal, as they say. You go to the bathroom once. You had a whole bunch to drink. One hour later, you have to go again. Try to hold on to it as long as you can. Do not break the seal. Then you'll need two watch breaks. Who wants to give somebody two watch breaks? You can't hold it. We're all in this together. We're all... Holding it, we all have to go, but nobody can leave. I do my part, why aren't you doing yours? Do not ask for a watch relief every single time you're on watch. To go to the bathroom, people will be upset. I think this was a little ad-lib section, but it was important Hopefully, maybe I'll get back to some of that in the future. Oh, here's a section. Couldn't leave. That'll roll right in. So, yeah, you couldn't leave. Part of your life on the ship would be, I'm hanging out in the lounge. Phone rings, ring, ring. Somebody picks it up. I don't even remember what they said. Lounge. When you went to answer like this phone and switchgear, you'd say, two switchgear, Lancaster. sender control, load dispatcher. Say your watch station when you're on watch, your name if you're just answering the phone. And I said lounge, Lancaster, I don't, I don't even know. Could be anybody, a peer, in which case you could tell them what you really feel, or it could be some officer, your boss, the chief, could not tell that person how you felt the lounge phone would ring you're chilling watching tv crammed into a i don't even know what i would call it the size of the living room but there's 40 people or none depends on the time of day we we talked about that we talked about that on the bowers episode the the fashion channel the f hot It'd be crowded at 1.30 in the morning. At one fifteen, it would be completely empty. Phone rings. You answer it. Maybe you're just walking by. The person says, "Who's there? Who's in there? Who are you?" This is Lancaster. Okay. Well, I'm look. I maybe the. For example, if I called, I'm going to try to find an electrician because I'm an electrician and they need to be qualified, whatever I'm qualified. Who's in there? Dave Ganey. Well, Dave Ganey's qualified switchgear operator. Can you, can you put Dave on the phone? They might have said, uh, Amber Mino, who's an ET, and Dave Ganey. Amber and Ganey. Hey, could you get Ganey? Ganey would walk up. Hey, man, it's Cole. Can you do me a solid? I drink too much Mountain Dew. Yeah, I'll be down in a minute. Thanks, bud. Sometimes they would call, and it would be maybe, let's let's do the exact same scenario, but let's pretend Gainey didn't like me. I call the lounge. Somebody answers the phone. Who is this? This is trying to think. Orsini. Hey Orsini, who's in the lounge? It's Armino and Ganey. Can you get Ganey on the phone? Hey Ganey, phone's for you. Who is it? It's Lancaster. Then Ganey just walks into his, walks to his rack. He just leaves the room. Hey sorry Lancaster, Ganey, I lied. He's not. He's not here. Now what do you do? Now you call the reactor electrical office. Try to get someone to relieve you. That's what you would have to do. All of that is normal. And you can see that it's important being nice to other people or at least being nice to enough people to have a friend that someone will come give you a break. Because it's no joke. No joke at all. One time, a dude took a shit in a bucket. That's how much not a joke it is. They called to the lounge. Can anybody give me a watch? Relief? No. You run out of options. That's what it is. Took a dump in a bucket. Funny story for me. Not for the other person. I don't know who was the victim or had victimized to become a victim. Lounge, completely crowded. Completely crowded football game, probably. People talking, laughing, cheering. Background noise, calling a friend who's at a party or at an event You hear everyone going off in the background. That's what you hear in the background. Blowing out your ear like, what? Can you say it louder? I can't hear because of all the background noise. That would happen in the lounge because it was a small room with way too many people in it. It's that loud. Someone calls. They need someone to give them a watch relief. In that situation, you might say, answer the phone. Hey, lounge. Hey, I I need a watch relief for the electrical operator. You hear all the noise. There's got to be somebody in there. Turn around. Hey, is anybody qualified electrical operator? Who is it? So-and-so, I don't remember. Pause. Pause. No one says anything. Everybody looks at each other. Tell them nobody's here. Huge burst of laughter. Guy gets back on the phone. Nobody's here. Hangs up the phone. (laughs) And that's why you don't piss people off. My worst, the worst time I had for this, right? The worst time I had for this was after Chennai. We go to Chennai, India. Well, that'll be in the port call episode. We go to Chennai. For whatever reason, the ship gets some crazy virus where people start puking for multiple days. Most of the time you can't get a sickness. You, you typically don't get a sickness more than once. A few people did. Again, there were varying degrees of sickness. Perhaps it was a fluke. It was the Chennai sickness and then The flu was also going around. I don't know. They find out that they find out that it's some virus. They know the name of it. We do a whole ship wide field day just spraying. I can't even think of the thing antibiotic kills all germs it comes into contact with. Some super solution. Grade A commercial hospital commercial kitchen k- kills every germ spray. we're Putting that, we're wiping everywhere. Do a whole field day. The sickness doesn't go away. Everybody on the ship still getting sick. They do another ship-wide field day. This time they say, we don't care. We don't care what it is. Get up into the top of the pipes and spray all of the top of the pipes and wireways with this germ-killing spray. Before we said every square inch, people took that figuratively. Now, we want to make sure that it's literal. Literally every square inch. I want you to wipe germ-killing spray on the bottom of the door. On the bolt, that on the screw that holds the door handle on any gap any crevice any surface any plane anything wipe it down with germ killing spray finally finally it left my version it was funny somebody somebody called it shenaiaria that's what i got i didn't get the puking i had shenaiaria for 3 weeks this is Not for the faint of heart. Everything would be fine. Suddenly, it felt like someone kicked me in the stomach. Boom. Sharp pain. Ooh, my stomach would clench. Sprint to the bathroom. Sounded like I dumped a bucket of water in the toilet. Now, Shania does not care if you're on watch. And Shania Rhea cares less if you can get a watch relief. The night watches were hell. Midnight to six in the morning, something like that. Well, I guess that'd been six and sixes, so the one thirty to whatever would be five hours later, six thirty. I think that's what it was. Who cares? The middle of the night, a lot of times, you know, people are asleep. Call the lounge. For whatever reason, Evans was on some sort of a night schedule. I was Throttleman. He was load dispatcher. When you qualify load dispatcher, you don't have to stand Throttleman anymore. The only person awake is an electrician. Calling the lounge, calling all the little places. Nobody answers. Nobody's anywhere. I finally get somebody in the reactor electrical office. Dude cannot come relieve me. I would say, hey, can you, nobody's answering the lounge phone. I've got the RIAs. Can you, can you go back to the lounge and rack somebody out? Who do you want me to rack out? I'd have to come up with a name and pick somebody. They would come, they would relieve me so I could relieve myself. There's that thing no word exists for. The closer you get to doing something, the greater exponentially your to de- your desire is, or your need. I'm walking to the bathroom. When no one is there, I'm pale as a sheet, I'm sweating, focusing on my breathing. Okay, cool. <sighs> don't think about it too hard, but don't not think about it because you need to be in control. I hope it doesn't get any worse. You've got this. You've got this. Somebody comes, okay, nothing's going wrong because it's, no, nothing's going on, I'm, I'm going to go. Person sits down in the chair, I get up and go. As I hit the top of the stairs, okay, now I've got to, now I, I have to go worse, right, it's worse. I have to walk from midship to the aft portion of the ship believe the ship is right around 1,000 feet, so I have to walk up a couple flights of stairs in about 500 feet. Long ways. Quarter away there, I'm in bad shape. Halfway there, I start to waddle. Okay. Please, please just don't. Please just don't go everywhere. Three-quarters of the way there. Three-quarters of the way there. I mean, it's... I'm making the sign of the cross. I'm not Catholic. Reading myself my last rites. As I get to the bathroom, I'm pretty sure I'm going to crap my pants. I'm going to crap my pants. That's what it is. Sometimes you have to... Live with what you're dealt with, and I'm going to be dealt with shit in my pants. That's what it is. Multiple times, I didn't know how I made it to the bathroom, and I don't know how I got down onto the toilet. Having cleaned the bathroom and seen some very gross stuff, and you thought, How? How on earth did this happen? This is bad. and I don't understand, but I'm not happy about it. After I had Shania I was like, I'm not mad at these people anymore. I know what happened. I know what happened. They just, they couldn't, they couldn't make it. They couldn't get it. I was bailed out several times when we called everywhere. No one was around. Sometimes the log recorder would be qualified throttleman. Then I would get a watch relief. I would stand log recorder. The watch officer would let me go to the bathroom. And that was against the rules. But it was better than me going to the bathroom, which would have been okay according to the rules, but it would have been disgusting. Then we're trapped. It's going to smell awful. The highlight of not leaving. I don't remember if I told this story or not. Suddenly, as I'm going to tell it, I remember. Maybe I already did. Pretty sure it was Lewis. I was not there. It was a message that was passed to me. A story that passed from father to son for generations. Not true. Lewis was standing watch. Everyone is in the little enclosed operating area. He's looking at his panel. Behind him is a guy who's standing a drill watch. You watch someone. So when you're running drills, I guess remember this for a future section, but when you're running drills, someone stands behind you and watches what you do. They know what the drill is. They know what's going to happen. They will prevent you from making a mistake. For example... There's a fire in something, and you go to open up the breaker for, let's pretend there's two of them, number one and number two. They call away a fire. Fire in doodad number two. You, the operator, decide to, hey, I need to de-energize this. I'm an electrician. That's what we do. That's how you put out an electro. Electrical fire is you de-energize it. I'm going to de-energize doodad number two, and you reach out for doodad number one because you were confused what was said or because you were confused about the panel. They would say, stop. Then you'd stop. They would say, look at at what you're doing. Oh, my gosh. I almost opened up the wrong thing, right? And let's make it even worse, and let's pretend that uh, we're all going to die if you... oh did the wrong one. I'm not sure what they would do if it didn't matter. But in order to observe someone, typically you have to be qualified to do that thing. When I was standing in load dispatcher, uh, Seber, Josh Seber, he would sit behind me. I was very nervous at first, but then not at all. So, Lewis, he's standing watch. There's a person qualified who's watching him during this drill watch. And I guess lastly, the last point of this, when I say you couldn't leave, you can't leave until you're relieved. But you're not allowed to be relieved when something is happening. Bad stuff's going on. You it's hard to turn over. It's easy to turn over when you know you know what's going on. That sounds too obvious. What am I trying to say? I'm trying to say that typically you go into a power plant, it's running, you expect conditions to be in a fairly similar situation and than they were the last time you were there 15 freaking hours ago. Like, what really happened in the last 15 hours? You show up. Somebody says, I had it, you got it. Actual saying. They get up and leave. That's fine. A lot of the time. Because nothing happened. sometimes maybe it's during the day not a you know not a weird time watch not a Saturday just a normal day somebody's gonna go do maintenance for that they de-energize something with the maintenance is completed that item is now re-energized maybe it's still de-energized that would be something that You might turn over. Probably just so you have something to say if it was completed maintenance. Anything happen to you while you were here? Uh, Some guy came in. They did this. Really didn't affect me. It's back now. Won't be a problem for you. Okay, cool. I had it. You got it. Imagine everything is abnormal. A hundred things are abnormal, and they're all in the process of being restored. What's abnormal? This, this, that, that, this, that, this, this, that. You don't know what to do when something bad happens. The person who's there as all of this occurred has followed step by step, knowing where you're at, hopefully, I guess they could be incompetent. For them to get through this restoration wouldn't take much. Oh, I know that. Okay, that's back. Okay, I got it. Okay, all right. I'm here. I'm with it. For you to pick up on a whole bunch of madness and craziness, it would be very difficult. And for that reason, you're not allowed to get a watch relief during Certain periods of time. One of those being drills. One of those being things going awry sometimes. Super abnormal. I don't remember 100% about the rules when you could and when you couldn't. Because I do remember telling a story about being on watch and I was... I had to go take the watch. I had to light off a ship's generator that tripped offline... I didn't really know how to do it. Everybody wanted it back. It was going to be a nightmare. But I took the watch. You know, I was on watch. Everybody did my job for me because I didn't know what I was doing. Somebody comes by, says who's on watch. I'm trying to read through the procedure just to figure out what's going on. I'm like, me? He walked like I don't want any part of this. This is breaking every rule and walked away. But those other people knew what they were doing and rocked it out. And it took them like no time instead of me hours and hours. So maybe you come on maybe maybe you could relieve the watch when okay this is off yeah that seems kind of normal probably not if it was on fire <laughs> having said all that really beating a dead horse sorry apologize Lewis, yes back to the same story Lewis is sitting there, guy behind him. He's not allowed to relieve the watch. But the there's an officer. Pretty sure it was the guy. <laughs> I was just thinking about it. I'm pretty sure it's a guy that I don't like. When Chris was here, he had said to me in the car, there are still people that if I saw him today, oh, I would fight them if I saw him I will hit you this is everybody has somebody that everybody has somebody this might this is one of my guys anyway he uh lewis asks the guy who's running the show guy in charge of drills and everything which is one of our senior bosses Hey, I really got to go to the bathroom. Can I get a watch relief? No, you can't get a watch relief. You can't get a watch relief because we're running drills. But we're not running a drill right now. And there's a guy right behind me who can sit right here. It's going to take me two minutes. No, we're running drills. Lewis pissed his pants. That's a boss move. What What the fuck are you doing? Well, you said I couldn't go to the bathroom, and I told you I had to go. They let him get up and, and get a watch relief and go change his uniform. The monotony. Day in, day out five hours standing watch you can't read a book you can't watch TV you can't you can't the sheer boredom it was awful I got through it by shooting the breeze Needed something to talk about, really. We talked a lot about football. The uh, It was pretty cool. I don't know who did it or why or how. We had satellite of the football games. The NFL ticket. We knew everybody's favorite football team to talk about. Oh, you're a Kansas City Chiefs fan. You're a San Diego Chargers. Well, not anymore. You're an L.A. Chargers fan. You're a Dallas Cowboys fan. That guy, he's a Giants fan. Are you going to be good this year? How do you feel about Eli Manning? I don't know. Anything. Anything just to have something to talk about and keep going. Some people he could talk to very easily. Some people were difficult. Another way to pass the time. Be those checkouts like I talked about. When you're on watch, that's a great time to get a hold of somebody. Well, I know so-and-so's got the 10 to 2. We'll go, we'll go hit him up then. The person can't say, no, I don't have time. I'm going to go to bed. You just find me later. I'm doing something else find me later. Unless something's happening on watch, they're not doing anything, and they're awake, they can talk to you. It's convenient. For me, I liked it. It passed the time. I didn't want to do it. Sometimes I would do a whole watch just talking to somebody. Why not? The person is cool, Sanchez or somebody. I don't know. If the, I'm not saying that I did to him specifically, but Most of the time, you get tired of that after a little bit. Part of kind of training the new guys, they would, and I remember this particular saying from, I think it was boot camp. They were saying, don't let people trick you. They'll send you all over the ship looking for stuff. Doesn't exist. Like sound-powered phone batteries. We talked on sound-powered phones, which means they are powered by sound. Therefore, they don't have batteries. New guy walks in. Hey, man. Can you go go over here and look for the sound-powered phone batteries? On a quest they begin. I was standing load dispatcher once. A kid comes in to the guy behind me. It was like an E-div guy. He, uh... The kid comes in and asks him for an inside pipe clamp. Well, obviously, inside the pipe is air. There's, There's not a pipe clamp for the inside. The poor kid doesn't know. Guy walks up. Hey, they told me to come grab the inside pipe clamp. They said you'd have it. Oh, yeah, but um, it's locked away. If you can go to so-and-so's office and get the keys to the sea chest I can get it for you. The sea chest is what they call inlet, an inlet. Normally, you would call it an inlet. Water comes into the ship through the sea chest. It's not an actual chest. There's no keys for it. That, that didn't really happen too often. Maybe partially for us, we didn't... Have harder to trick somebody who's a little more aware... Um, but that was a funny, that was a funny time. I was like, I can't believe people are falling for this. Once when I was, um, you know, kind of toward the beginning or maybe when I was throttling. So for me, I stood a lot of watch in EOS in the beginning, like log recorder. I did after I had that, my biggest mistake, I said it worked out for me because I was not an Orse SG watch. I skipped that. I wasn't qualified SGs when they handed out Orse watch stations. So for a little bit there, I was a floater. As a floater, I stood log recorder basically every day. The log recorder then floated somebody else, moved on up. And so I stood a lot of log recorder. And then my first watch station for like the 07 deployment, that was, I was for that, for that deployment, time frame, whenever I don't remember that everything, but I was throttleman, so I was in EOS. Well, all those times where hanging out, they would play sometimes different games because there's there's two power plants, two offices. They would play we would play um Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon. Pick two movies, some John Wayne movie, and then some Uh, You know, forgetting Sarah Marshall or something. I don't know. You have to go back and try to find your way to get. Actually, no, you wouldn't pick a movie. Everybody knows a game, and I just jacked it up. You'd pick two actors or actresses. Then you'd trace them through movies. You've been in this movie with that guy who's in this movie with that guy who's in this movie with that guy. Boom. Trying to get it in in as few movies as possible. That was fun. That would kill a lot of time. Log recorder. I think I may have said it. I'm tired of saying that. So maybe from now on I just won't say that. Just assume that if I said it I'm thinking, man, I think I've already said this. Log recorder came into the first watch. What's the log recorder? Well, you take the logs. Nope, you're the soda bitch. You go get Cokes for everybody. I call everything a Coke. That's what I do. Hey, do you want a Coke? Yeah, what do you want? A Coke? Oh, okay. Except they would be a lot. (laughs) They would be rude about it. Other people call it soda. Some people call it pop. It's very... I wouldn't even say regional, like not everybody from Texas calls it Coke. It depends on where you're from. Interregionally, I was having, I think my, one of my friends that works from New York and he said it was different between, you know, the different regions in New York. That would kind of pass the time. Somebody would send you, you go for a walk, come back, everybody has a Coke, kind of shoot the breeze. The <laughs> Aiken once. Like uh, Maybe I'll save that for a day. Well, I'm already telling the story, so why not? So I was staying in It was fun. We had uh, a, gu- a good group there, Longfellow, McConnell, Pretty sure he was there. I don't remember the watch officer. And Hoffman. And Aiken and... Gosh, I can't can't remember the guy's name off the top of my head. But anyway, we we had a bunch of cool mechanics. They came in. They would always bring us coffee. I always drink my coffee warm. The reason? These mechanics would be... Sweating their butts off in 125 degree temperature drinking hot coffee. They would come in, do you guys want some coffee? Yes, I need to stay awake. Remember, I can't leave. I'm not having too many cups of coffee. As a mechanic or as a roving watch, maybe not for the girls, but for the guys, we would go piss in the bilge or they would... We so if there's a drain line for a machine... Say your air conditioner in your car, right? And you've come in after a hot day and you parked in the garage and then there's this pool of water below your vehicle. You drive away and then you see it. Oh, it's dripping water. It's because my air conditioner is on. That could happen. That happens. Maybe that is on a car. Effectively, it'd be like in a a parking garage and you park on the third floor, but the floor is see-through right? It's, it's metal grating. It'll hold all the weight in the world, but it's got little holes in it. It's not solid. So that water can just drip down through at random. Well, you might have a, a spot where it normally drips from or, the, you know, you, you'd have a pipe that would come out the purpose of catching that water and then putting it into a funnel. Then that funnel would drain it down into the bilge. There would be different piss funnels ah oh, this is the one we piss in then when you're the new guy you are in charge of cleaning out the piss funnel with the toothbrush or whatever or i guess being a mechanic you could just walk all the way into the build yourself and take a piss meaning they can probably drink all the coffee that they want <laughs> i can only drink the one cup hot coffee Warm day. That's what I'm doing. My wife's like, yuck. Okay, so Aiken, he comes in one day. It's like a no shave Sunday. He, I'm staying at Throttleman and my chair's kind of at an angle. He's facing, he's kind of talking to me, but we're basically facing the same direction, if that makes sense. Shoulder to shoulder. I said, man. I could have sworn you didn't shave today. Like, I thought I saw you earlier, and you hadn't shaved. He turns around, and he had perfectly shaved half of his face. So now we're shoulder to shoulder, but he's facing the other direction. It looks like he didn't shave. And then he faces me dead on, and you can see he shaved half of his face. And that's why I thought that would be a good, like, monotony or the, the story is funny. I mean, it did happen on watch, but that's a good day in the life. That's how bored and crappy your life is. We were talking about it in the last episode. What do we do, man? I don't know. We kind of worked out and did a whole lot of nothing for most of the time. Watch TV if we had the chance. Yeah. How many times have you thought, you know, it'll brighten my day. I'm going to shave half my face. My longest watch ever, it's like you look at the clock and on and on and on. This watch goes. Whatever you're doing, you don't want to be in that meeting. You try you try not to look at the time. The more that you look at the time, the slower it goes. One minute is a long period of time. If I sat here for a minute... I have long breaks because I'm reading my notes usually, trying to figure out what I'm going to say next. I'll pause because I think this is a long break. I'll pause here for six seconds. That was six seconds. It feels like a long time judging your life by the second. Most of the time, though, we get caught up in some YouTube videos or a movie. We read books. The time flies. Three hours. Oh, my God. I read 120 pages. Right? You're not thinking about each and every second. You know to get through this part of the day, you need to find something to distract yourself. Staring at the clock will make it seem much, much, much longer. This particular day, we were doing a minefield drill. I was standing throttleman. When you change the throttle position by a certain amount, you're supposed to log it. And when you log it, you have to write down the time, which means you have to look at the clock for five straight hours three times a minute, four times a minute, something like that they would change the bill and I would have bell and I would have to take a log Ring ring, ring ring, ring ring. sometimes they would well first off I didn't log them all because I was like to hell with this. Second off, they can there's multiple, They can say like all ahead one third, like on that little wheel you've seen at the, I don't know, Chili's or something and they have all the crap around the top. Or maybe you've been to a yacht club somewhere and you've seen the the shiny brass with points ahead, how fast they want you to go. This all ahead one third equates to a range of shaft revolutions RPM, just like in your car. So when they say all oh, ahead one-third, what they might mean is RPM. I'm going to make something up. What's, what's a car speedometer? Like 1,000, 2,000, 3,000, 4,000, you know, 5, 6, 7, 8,000. Then it'll change gear. You know, 8,000 would be the red. So the head one-third might be shaft RPM. Let's, let's just pretend that your car only has one gear. Shaft RPM, 1,000 to 2,500. And whatever the thing is next is 2,500 to 3,000. And the next one is 3,000 to 5,000. Well, they can also say ahead one-third, well, that's 1,000 to 2,500. They could say ahead one-third, 2,000. Or 2200. And then you respond to the bell. By being at 2200. Well if they go from 2200 to 2000. You. If you go from 2200 to 2000. You don't need to change the all ahead one third. So I stopped logging anytime they just changed the bell. And only when they went from all ahead one third. All ahead. Full or whatever. Then I started... I did, Then I basically... At some point, I basically just stopped taking the logs. It was a nightmare I had. Normally, when you got rid of the logs... Like, hey, today's over. We'll do another... You know, we're going to start a new log. It's one side of it is half full or a quarter full or something. I... In that one single watch, did a whole front side and half of a backside, not taking every log. It was crazy. But staring at that clock multiple times a minute for five hours was the longest watch I've ever had. Absolute longest watch. I had to cut that part out, I use the guy's name. I will use his name, but I'll use his nickname. There's a dude that was nicknamed after AFTOR. After after the Adam Sandler movie. He was nicknamed Scuba Steve. And Scuba, he would give checkouts. On these cards, there was, um, maybe this should go in the leadership or in the drills I could go, but I'm going to tell it now. There's these reports that go out through the whole World, the whole Navy, they don't call you out by name. It was coal. They say two machinery electrician, excuse me, they say two machinery electrician was on watch doing XYZ and then this bad stuff happened. They, that, that would be like, uh, you know, some, some people do like near misses. Or fact findings when something goes wrong, that would be, you know, the Navy version of it. everybody does that. They would also say, as part of that, and I think I talked about it with the incompetent people, no, but the, none of those reports ever start off with two machinery two machinery electrician was reading a procedure win and that's why people only like to do stuff where there's a procedure for it, because they don't know what's going on. Kind of gets back a little bit to why you don't turn over in the middle of chaos. So Scuba, he would give the checkouts. On those checkouts, he would give on watch. I remember he had relieved me or something, or I was going to relieve him, or maybe I was just hanging out um, <laughs> Somebody comes in, asks him for a checkout. He's like, cool, I'll give you some checkouts. Let's go over the scuba. Let's go over the scuba documents. Because, kind of a fluke, there were some mistakes that were made by him, even though that really did not reflect. I don't feel that that, that mistake that was made reflected him as an operator I think he was great and the only reason he was allowed to sign cards was because he was great they wouldn't have let him do that otherwise <laughs> but it made me laugh let's talk over the scuba reports he uh I had asked him why why do you give that checkout? well nobody ever gives that checkout, which is true I didn't ever want to give that check out I found everybody, it's always blank on somebody's card and I actually know something about it because I am involved in a couple of these reports so I read the other ones and now I can give a good checkout on this. All right, so back to, I was talking about uh, my, my longest watch ever was a minefield drill. I passed the time, you know, gave checkouts and such but a big part of it was talking and you could do work. I got stuck with a guy who, not anything good or bad about him or I, we weren't best friends. I found this person difficult to have a conversation with. In fact, the, most of the time, I could go into some, you know, I could talk to Hoffman. Hoffman and I started chatting in the deployment before. I could talk to him. 30 minutes, about nothing, very easily. And Longfellow, we could talk for forever. And McConnell, and then they kick him out. This go around, I'm, I'm with this guy, where to talk to him for 20 minutes, this basically doesn't happen. We don't have good conversations. The only time I could talk to him and have a decent amount of time passed where I'm not staring at the clock. Click, click, click. That's faster than a second. But whatever, you get the point. Was, this dude would ask me some hypothetical question. Hey, Cole. Yeah. If aliens came down. Aliens. If they came down and took over the world and this is straight up like Independence Day ID 4. You're trapped. Nothing is around. You got to get away. Are you going to get into a Jeep or are you going to get into a Ferrari? If those two cars were like in the parking lot in front of you, you come out of the store, it's a nightmare. You're like, dude, I gotta get out of here, or I'm gonna die. Do you get in a jeep or the Ferrari? Well, that's a tough one. Well, I, you know, in this scenario, I would be in San Diego. I'd need to get on the highway and drive around. Probably veer through some cars. Maybe some people would be chasing me. Thinking I might. Thinking I'd get in the Ferrari. Well, you know, the Ferrari only uses premium gas. Yeah, but there's premium gas at every gas station. But what are you going to do if they chase you off the road? Well, I guess I'd get out of the car. There are probably other cars around. Maybe I could, you know. But what if they didn't chase you off the road? What if they were just shooting everybody who was on the road and then you knew you had to get off? Yeah, I I guess I would, you know, get out of the car, run like the Dickens. Hopefully I'd see him shooting people before then and make some other plan. Well, where are you going to go? Well, I'm just going to drive away. And then once I get away, I'll try to find a spot that's kind of secluded so they can't pick me out. You know, I don't want to be bunched up. Probably need some other people but standing together while all these aliens are killing everybody, they're less likely to find me if I'm kind of a man alone in the middle of the Montana wilderness. Well, are you going to drive your Ferrari in the Montana wilderness? God damn it, if you knew that the answer was Jeep, why didn't you just tell me that you'd pick a fucking Jeep? What is wrong with you? This is a hypothetical question. You know the answer all of the sudden? Why the fuck did you even ask me? Oh my God, that was like 20 minutes. Then I would walk outside. Happy that I had at least had a 20-minute conversation. This happened every several watches. For the most part, in order to get through that deployment, I did the do stuff. I was the walking around watch. This is a side note because I find it interesting. The senior watch, I was hoping to be the sit-down watch watch. And I was the walk-around watch. I wanted the sit-down watch because I thought it would be more fun. The walk-around watch. But they made me the walk-around watch. And I thought, I'm the senior guy. I should be the one who's pressing the buttons. The walk-around watch watches the guy press the buttons. And it made sense to me. If you're the senior guy, you know more stuff. You should be the one pressing the buttons, right? I know what I'm doing. I should be pressing the buttons. No, they had a habit of making the senior guy the walk-around watch. and I thought, this doesn't make sense to me, but okay, whatever. It is what it is. A lot of stuff doesn't make sense to me. I go to this ERCOT training. And this guy was a freaking genius. I don't know who it was, but it was some dude from Centerpoint Energy. And he'd been there for 40 years and knew everything. And ERCOT asked him to give a training. It's my first one. It's probably 2013. He starts talking about how to organize a control room and such and says the most genius thing I've ever heard. And then I finally realized, after all this time, why the Navy sets it up that way. When you're the junior person and a senior person tells you, stop, don't do that. You say, oh my gosh, this guy's senior to me. He knows what's going on. I'm going to stop. We're going to have a conversation. He can explain it to me. At the very least, maybe you're not that. Maybe you're not that. What am I trying to say? Giving, maybe you don't have that much difference where you're saying, okay, this guy's right, this guy must be right, and I must be wrong. Even so, if you think you're doing it correctly, somebody who's senior to you who you knows, who you know what's going on, says, Hey, hold on a second. You think, what? I'm pretty sure I'm doing this right. We should have a conversation. Where if you're the senior guy and somebody says, Stop, why are you doing that? you're going to keep doing what you're doing. not Maybe not 100% of the time, right? It'd be more likely if you are in a time crunch, the stress level's high, this needs to be done, do it, do it now. As the senior person, you're more likely to say, I'm going to do this, then I'm going to have a conversation with that guy. Like, I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing, and then I'm going to say, look, The reason I did this was because normally you do X, Y, Z, but the situation is everything's all out of whack because the chaos is going on, like I mentioned earlier. Chaos is going on. And because of this, there's this and this, and then this works like that, and this works like that. So when you consider all these outside factors, the reason I did this, and here's why and this makes sense. Oh, okay. Where maybe You're the senior guy and really what happened is all that stuff is true, but you wanted to going back to our first example about drills and the guy standing behind you. You needed to do whatever it is you were doing to do dad one and you're grabbing the switch for do dad two. And the guy behind you says, even though he's junior, Hey, stop, hold on. Instead of taking that moment and having a conversation you keep going forward because you're senior. You know what you're doing. You assume they know less than you. You assume they're confused about plant conditions when they're really just trying to tell you you're grabbing the wrong switch, bro. Number one has a problem, and you're grabbing switch for number two. So that's why I got stuck with the senior guy or that's why I was the senior guy stuck with the walk around watch even though I wanted to be the button presser because it seemed more fun. So what did I do? I wasn't allowed to be in that room too much because he was in there and it was difficult to have a conversation with him. It's not like I was going to hang out in there every second of the day anyway. What I did was I went over to a Vidbar, which is a brand I believe. It's just a like if you're in Lowe's and you see those Cobalt or Craftsman garage chests and you pull open the drawer and you, I can imagine my wrenches going here and this would be a pocket for this. This is one of those. I'd put these in that drawer. It's like that. Chested drawers for tools instead of clothes. People would take nuts and bolts lock washers whatever basically they would just chuck it into this drawer one of these drawers i spent hundreds and hundreds of hours on this deployment i first i went through and i think i told the story Can you see through this wall? Can you see through that wall? Can you see? Are you fucking Superman? Then go look. You'd send people everywhere. Yeah, I did. Because I remember saying Vidmar before. Cool. You'd send people everywhere to look for something. It would seem like it'd be easier to find if it was organized versus every single drawer has washers and every single drawer has nuts and every single drawer has bolts. Now we're looking through every single drawer. But if these drawers have nuts and these drawers have washers and those drawers have bolts wherever I'm at you don't have to look through them all which would take less time. I went through the first thing I did was organize them by this one has washers this one has bolts this one has nuts. Then I had somebody get machined had the machine shop make like tic-tac-toe yeah I could make like plus signs or whatever I don't know how many there were anymore and then I separated them out big washers little washers medium washers big lock washers medium lock washers little lock washers I organized the whole thing bolt by bolt, nut by nut, washer by washer, hour after hour, picking up a handful of stuff and sorting them. After they were sorted, I sorted them even more. The sorting never ended. Dun, dun, dun. I also did the same thing for the wrenches. <laughs> Basically, I had a section of wrenches was all the crap that we don't really use. Then I had the 9 sixteenths here, 7 sixteenths three-quarters, five-eighths, one-half. Just did some organizing and stuff like that. Um, Part of that was when I was on watch because I was machinery electrician. Oh, I guess the cool thing about that was I was the assistant work center supervisor. Whenever they had a field day, I'd be on watch Well, I'm still here. I can still do stuff because I'm on watch. Another, another. I guess I'll end this section here. <laughs> this story makes me laugh. This was Mudder Spa. So Mutter Spa and I, we are on watch. And that guy who is my nemesis was running drills, I think. I don't know why. Uh, maybe he wasn't running drills, but he was in the... I feel like he was, but it doesn't make sense. Maybe it was... uh. Could it have been in 08? I thought it was before that. I guess I who knows. Whatever. The only thing that makes sense was that it was in 08, but I don't know why Mutter Spa would have been there. Huh. Regardless, Mutter Spa was there. I was there. We were both hanging out in Switch Gear. We were both on watch. He was the electrical operator. I was the roving watch. We just some sound power, sound powered phones were broken to pass the time. We said, Hey, let's fix these sound power phones. I go to the drawer and pull out a bunch of sound power phones. And this might have gone on for a while. I don't know. This particular watch, at least, we go and we're fixing these sound power phones. Sometimes you see something broken. Sometimes they fix themselves because you took it apart and put it back together. Now, if that's your only strategy to fix something, then that doesn't make you great. But it is a strategy that does kind of work. And I think it's, you you know, as long as you know that that's what you're doing, a hope and a prayer. I'm going to take it apart. I'm going to hope for the best. And then I'm going to try it out if I don't see anything. Boom, it worked. Heck yeah. The last part of that is you try it out. We took apart all these sound power phones, then we need to try them out to see if they work. As we're doing it, you you obviously have to plug in the phones to a circuit. We picked a circuit that we had no idea what it was. Part of the being a load dispatcher, originally, you were supposed to memorize all of these circuits. And they had, I don't remember, 12KZ, 15a9 I don't know like they had names like they were weird and stuff I, I don't know any of them. The point is it's they they weren't like this is the kitchen circuit. Oh I can remember kitchen, right This is the they weren't you know maybe before somebody knew it was the kitchen circuit. This is how you talk to the kitchen but it was labeled, you know, 12 PZQ. Well, 12 PZQ, everybody knows that's a kitchen. Yeah, well, they don't anymore because we have a radio that's strapped to my shoulder and I talk on the radio and it goes everywhere with me so I don't need to try to find a phone somewhere. The point of that is we don't actually know any of these circuits. We talk on one. At first, we're saying this is what we would say. Electrical operator, two machinery electrician, phone check. Phone check sat. Two machinery electrician, two electrical operator, phone check. Phone check sat. Phone check sat I. Right? Right? Well, this is going on and on, it's in the middle of the morning, we're getting more and more delirious, we start saying really dumb stuff. We have no idea what circuit we're on. We think we're talking to a circuit like the kitchen that nobody else is on. But there are some... I don't remember what we called it. There are some... circuits that have a speaker where when you talk on that circuit, it just blasts into EOS. And that's actually the circuit we were on, and we had no idea. Because we were being formal at first, thinking we might be being listened to, we were doing the formal phone comms. We thought if we were doing the formal phone comms, blasting into the middle of the thing, somebody would get on the radio and say, hey, Uh, you guys stop, stop talking on the radio, right? Whoever's on the radio, please stop talking on the radio. You're bothering us. Now that I'm thinking about it, we must've just been saying phone check, phone check, sat because they didn't know who it was is a big part of the story. Now I've jacked up my own story yet again. This is why I should write it out more and why I'm an amateur, So we're talking on the sound power phones. We're blasting it in the U.S. We don't know it. And it's getting crazier and crazier. From my perspective, what happens is we're telling ourselves stuff. We're dying laughing. Mother Spa puts the phone up to his ear and says, in his best late night DJ voice, When you put a conch shell next to your ear, you hear the sound of the ocean. As with everything, it's probably you had to have been there three o'clock in the morning being an idiot. I lost it. I died laughing until over our speaker we could hear through the phone Whoever's on these phones maintain phone conformality or whatever they say, some dude. And it was that arch nemesis guy that I had like he's not my arch nemesis, he doesn't know I exist. Um but he was an asshole. Was that asshole? How about that? Yeah, I'll never forget that. When you put a conch shell next to your ear, you can hear the sound of the ocean. To be continued.